last week we did pretty well, guys. Uh, we had collectively a close competitive ranking when it came to the pick'em. Gavin pulled out a slight victory with a 16-4. and four. Uh, What brought him down to earth was actually the uh, fantasy football league picking. Otherwise, in the NFL, he was on fire. Uh, Matt went 14-6, and and then I hung out in the middle there at 15-5. and Uh, Just a quick note on those games, kind of interesting. Uh, We hit on all those games that we picked uh, together, obviously. Uh, (laughs) As far as uh, the genius of the rooms, uh, two different games, uh, Matt was the only one that picked Indy to win. And I was the only one that picked the Raiders to win. Uh, so we'll see if we have any of those again this week. Um, I feel and, like I have a lot this week. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, uh, this is going to be interesting. There were some I, tough I like games. Board. There were some tough games. Um, but yeah, so that 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 parlay. Yeah, we're going to do it. We'll call it a dollar a day parlay. Uh, if we agree on anything at all, we'll put it in there and put a dollar on it. Last week, Cincy spread, Buffalo, Tampa, Pittsburgh, Green Bay, 49ers spread, Ravens spread, Chiefs and Cardinals spread. Uh, that makes us 1-0 all time at plus 5,307 units. So, yeah, I've never been so nervous watching football before in my <laughs> life. <laughs> yeah, especially a Chiefs kicker. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Butker, though, absolute boss. Happy for the man, happy for us. Um, but yeah, so last week's Thursday night football game, we thought it was going to be trash and it actually was amazing. So let's see if this week Miami at Jacksonville, Jacksonville favor, uh, by three points, the over under at 48 and a half. Gavin, what are you thinking? Oh man. <laughs> you know, I, and I, I don't, I don't want to oversell this game because what happens is exactly what happened last week. I called the toilet bowl game of Ohio. And they go out, they score 65 points, and it's a barn burner. And none of the defenses can stop anybody. So now it's got my, it's got me all excited for what's going to happen on Thursday night. And lo and behold, we're going to get a 15-12 to 12 score. It's, it's going to be the game of the kickers. That's how it happens every time. But uh, long story short, um, Jaguars own the overall record. Um, actually, it's kind of funny how even these two teams are. Um, regular season, they're four and four all time, but they're the Jaguars have the slight edge. They have one playoff victory over the Dolphins. Um, actually, it's kind of interesting to note uh, Jacksonville last week. They're one and one overall. Um, they lost to Tennessee last week, but this Jaguars offense is legit, guys. Four hundred and eighty yards of offense. Minshew, and then Minshew's. obviously James Robinson too. And when I saw and looked it up. Sieber was the one that went and picked him up. So good job, Sieber. One good uh, so, decision at running back you made. <laughs> and my, my brother has finally wised up. And instead of starting Carson Wentz like the homer he is, and I, I love my brother to death, but for God's sake, start Gardner Minshew. I looked at his roster today. Just get it done. Just start Gardner Minshew, please. He's the he's the quarterback number 10, 10th uh, overall in scoring. Um also noteworthy, uh, Devontae Parker, the wide receiver from Miami, is still questionable with a hamstring injury. Um, obviously, he's not to be all end all of that offense. Miami went out and bought a ton of players and, and free agency. They brought in um, a ton of draft picks. Um, so they've they've got it's it's kind of a weird mix. They look more talented on paper, um, and obviously, you know, the headlines now is is it a, is it the beard or the mustache? 
who's who's going to be winning this game. There's been a little bit of fire back and forth between the quarterbacks. I have Jacksonville. Um, I think it's. I actually think it's a relatively close game. The Dolphins. The Dolphins took uh, Buffalo into the fourth quarter and actually ended up taking the lead on them. Um, Buffalo got a couple late scores to make it look not as close, but that was a closer game than than what people give credit for. Um, yeah, I remember I we had Buffalo, so we we, had, we were watching that one closely. Eyes eyes were on that game, but I've got I've got Jacksonville and another close one at home against the Dolphins. Beaut. Matt, agree or disagree? I'm taking the Dolphins plus three. I'm taking them for the sole reason that they took the Bills to that to the fourth quarter, the last couple plays of the game. Nice. So you're taking the Bill, uh, the Dolphins with the spread, or just the Dolphins straight up? Like you're thinking Jacksonville uh, wins it, but uh, by less than I'm three. taking Dolphins straight up. All right, cool. I just want to make sure I'm clear on that. Alrighty, and I agree with Gavin. Uh, I said it last week. I was wrong on it uh, with Minshew Magic. However, it wasn't his fault. It, it was a little bit more of the defense's fault. They let Tennessee just kind of grind the game away like we kind of thought they would. Uh, Jacksonville kept it close towards the end. But, yeah, all in all, <laughs> Minshew Magic, this one. Yeah. Jacksonville. <laughs> Jacksonville. All righty. Speaking of them, the first 1 o'clock game, uh, FanDuel has listed Chicago Bears and Mitch Trubisky are going down to Dirty South Atlanta. The Falcons. The Falcons are somehow favored <laughs> three points um, after the last game. I guess, uh, you know, I don't understand how you lose that game. But anyways, uh, 40 total scored is what uh, Vegas is also thinking. Matt, you kick us off for this game. Um, yeah, the Falcons, I, I, I have no idea how, how you just stand there and watch that ball just on the ground. Just... <laughs> Madden. At the end of the uh, game, they're they're playing Madden. <laughs> that was Madden. That's pretty much what it looked out. like. All you needed was just the scrum and everybody just fumbling the ball between them. Um, but yeah, I mean, last week the Falcons were 386 passing yards allowed, um, 353 yards in the second half alone. Um, that's total yards, not just passing yards, but 353 total yards in the second half alone. The Bears lead the series 14-13, so it's a close game there. Uh, the Bears uh, have scored 515 points versus the Falcons 470. Um, and then the Falcons secondary, clearly just not great. Um, you would think it should be, but it's not. Um, the Bears have allowed 375 uh, yards versus four, Falcons 490. Um Plus, the Falcons have a couple secondary injuries at this point. Um, I'm I'm taking the Bears plus three and a half on this game. I think I just think the Falcons are just gonna not play well again this this week on defense. Yeah, I agree. Uh, we'll keep it that simple. Actually, Gavin, uh, what do you think? Um, I I there is no way that you can continue this gross negligence of. Um, Falcons defense. I actually think the Falcons get it done at home. The offense outpaces Trubisky and the Bears offense. Um, yeah, give me Falcons. Cool. Gavin could be nice. the genius in the room. We'll find out. Not My likely. turn. <laughs> <laughs> not, not likely. <laughs> All right. We got the stupor bowl of the first three weeks of the season. We got the winless Cincinnati Bungles going down into Philadelphia with the winless Eagles. 
Uh, the Eagles are favored by five and a half points. The over under is 46 and a half. And if we scroll on down here into my notes, uh, we'll see that uh, the Eagles are, this is the 10th time since 1978 that they started off the season 0-2. Here's some encouraging news, though. In that third game, the Eagles are 6-3 and straight up and 7-2 and against this spread. Uh, Burroughs, uh, so far in the NFL, has looked really impressive. Uh, he looks confident. However, his uh, yards per throw, not quite as great. It's actually last in the league. It's a lot of dip and dunk passes. There's 5.2 uh, on the season. The only thing that's more woeful than how far Burroughs is throwing the ball down the field is the Eagles – uh, well, we'll uh, now whatever is on the field, that's what's more woeful than Burrow's uh, passing <laughs> offense. Uh, so Cincinnati is 11-0 against this team all time against the spread, and I quite honestly believe they make it 12-0 and get their first win of the season. Give me the Bengals. Give me Hollywood Joe Burrow and whatever he's going to pull off this weekend. I know that Philly's coming back with some players. They still got a lot that are <laughs> too critical to their success. Uh, and Carson just looks too, too shaken um, to, to be confident with what he's got in, uh, in the attack. So yeah, Bengals. Okay. Um, I'm going to keep it short and sweet. Uh, Philly's run game looked a lot better. Uh, Cincinnati did not stop the run well on Thursday night against Cleveland. Uh, I think Miles Sanders has a big day. Unfortunately, Philly loses Jalen Rager um, due to the ulnar collateral ligament in his thumb. Um, So he's going to be out for a handful of weeks. Um, But for the love of God, Philly, please, please. (laughs) I was going to say, it sounds a little more like a homer pick because I I wanted to jump in that that, uh, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt uh, is not Miles Sanders. But, hey, I, I, hey, man, for you, I hope they do, too. Um, Matt, I'm, what do you I'm going agree to <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I agree with you. I'm taking the Bengals plus five and a half. And straight up, actually. Oh, God, I'm in trouble. Gav, <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah, yeah, uh, potential genius in the room. Uh, Twelve times down. Uh, it could be rolling the lead if we do a pick em challenge again this week. Uh, let's jump over to Gavin and see what his thoughts are on the Houston Texans traveling Fuck. up north to Matthew's team, the Pittsburgh Steelers, a four-point favorites at home, 45-point over under, kind of middle of the pack there for the week. Uh, Gavin, what are your thoughts? Steelers are 4-2 overall. Um, interesting little tidbit. Um each game has been decided by seven or more points in every single game that these two have played. They've only played six times, um, but um, a minus four spread. I'm actually going to take Pittsburgh at home. I think the defense is too good. Houston looks lost on offense without a number one receiver. Um, God knows what happened to Will Fuller. Obviously the hamstring issue, but he could not find himself open at all against Baltimore. Granted, it's Baltimore's defense, but he's not going to give himself any any room or any any favors playing against Pittsburgh's defense either. Um, I'm taking Pittsburgh at home, and give me give me the spread at minus four on that as well. Nice. All right, Matt. I uh, I agree hesitantly because I know the Steelers well enough to know that they could easily fuck this game up and lose this game. But I also take the <laughs> Steelers a minus four. Show Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just nice. I uh, I agree as well. I see Pittsburgh winning. Alrighty, Matt. 
We got my team now. You get to pick. Oh, this is nice. This is cute. You get to pick my team now. We got the Las Vegas. Hey, two and zero oh, Las Vegas Raiders um, going into New England, who, in my opinion, should have won that game uh, on uh, prime time. But hey, let's uh, let's move on. Uh, New England's a six and a half point favorite. Pretty high there. It's one of the higher ones of the week. Uh, forty seven over uh, forty seven and a half. Uh, excuse me. Point over under. Matt thoughts. I don't have a whole lot for this other than uh, the Pats record against the Raiders is 33 and eight. So the Pats pretty much have the number. Now that is predominantly under the Tom Brady, Bill Belichick era. So I don't foresee it being necessarily continuous. Um, But I think overall, I think I think the Raiders have a good head of steam on them. I think the combo of Jacobs rugs and Waller who Waller has has shown that he is a a great tight end. I think uh, I think that combination um, is just going to keep Pat's D guessing and just going to keep him moving around. I'm taking Vegas. I'm taking uh, Vegas. Nice. And I follow that up with myself. Yeah, sorry. Um, I got New England as well. Like I said, I think they should have won that game last week. Um, I think Josh Jacobs is going to be a problem. I'm a little bit nervous about that, but New England uh, New England wins this one. Gav? If I've ever found somebody who knows how to stop the best player on the field, it's Bill Belichick. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I, I absolutely love Josh Jacobs. I think he's a fantastic running back. But um, yeah, I'm I'm going New England uh, at home in a very close game. Cam Newton's also played out of his mind. He's been great this year so far. Yeah, I was quite impressed. He's throwing laser beams. I was a little nervous about his shoulder. That was, uh, there was nothing wrong with it. These uh, and then darts. Julian Edelman, you know, the obvious down uh, down the field threat that Julian Edelman is. So uh, moving right along here, uh, speaking of AFC East opponents, we had the LA Rams who uh, got the win against Philly last week going up to Buffalo, a double East Coast uh, back-to-back trip for them. Uh, Buffalo is a two-and-a-half point favorite. It is the closest game of the week at two-and-a-half points. Uh, and then 47 over under. So, once again, that 47 coming in hot. Um, I got some notes here. Uh, Robbie Wood's revenge game. Um, since McVay has joined the Rams in 2017, the Rams are 5-0 and when they have those 1 o'clock East Coast games. It feels like a toss-up, but I see two different scenarios possibly playing out here. I got Josh Allen on my team, um, so I see him as either taking care of the ball, continuing what he is doing. Not quite at the same click. The Rams secondary is quite uh, imposing uh, compared to what the Bills have played so far this season, Uh, or Allen doesn't take care of the ball. Uh, and they lose quite easily. However, um, I think the back-to-back actually plays more into it this week uh, than the 5-0 and uh, stat line for the 1 o'clock East Coast games. Uh, I think Buffalo gets the win at home uh, with Josh Allen not doing as much. Um, and that's why, if you checked, I benched him uh, for this week just for this matchup. Um, I am going to agree with you. Um I, obviously, I don't think you know Josh Allen's going to be thrown for 400 yards and four touchdowns again. But um, the Rams uh, certainly are going to be facing a better defense in the Bills than what they saw against Philly. So I will take the Bills at home. Nice, Matt. I am also taking the Bills. 
Um, yeah, I just think the Bills are seven to five against the Rams all time, and with the Bills having the third best rush defense, uh, rush defense, I think I just think that they're gonna they're gonna shut them down. Beautiful. All right, Gav, kick us off here for the uh, the incredibly unfortunately beat up San Francisco 49ers and unfortunately playing again at MetLife this weekend. Uh, But the good news is they're playing at MetLife again this weekend, which means they're playing a bad football team Uh, an equally uh, beat up New York Giants football team. Uh, The 49ers are a three and a half point favorite. Vegas not feeling as confident about the NFC uh, powerhouse team with all those injuries. Uh, It is the lowest uh, over under of the week as well. uh, 41 and a half. Gavin thoughts. Well, let me, let me rattle off some names for you here. Just, just to, give an idea of what we're looking at. This is about to get real sad. Ready? Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, Nick Bosa, Debo Samuel, Tevin Coleman, Raheem Mostert, Saquon Barkley, Sterling Shepard. What do they all have in common? Injured. They're all injured. I are. Every single, <laughs> every single one of them has some sort of stupid injury, and I own two of them on my fantasy. <laughs> this game is so freaking hard to predict. Um, the overall belongs to the Giants at 17 and 16. It's relatively close. Playoff record is uh, four, four and four apiece. Um, yeah, I mean, it's separated by a game. The Giants hold the overall if you include the playoffs and the regular season. It's, it's just, it's so, it's so gross to try and pick this game. The only, the only thing that I can equate that the only reason why I can make this pick is because what does Jimmy Garoppolo do better than anybody else? in the NFL. Can anybody answer that question? Let me Take answer the ball it. or turn it over. <laughs> let me let me let me answer that question for you. He takes the snap and he doesn't drop it. And then what does he do? He turns around and he hands it to the actual playmakers that are behind him and lets the offensive line and the rest of those guys do their work. Okay. You know Jarek McKinnon's gonna get the workload. Um, he is obviously the lead guy. Tevin Coleman's out for a number of weeks. Raheem Mostert likely done for the rest of the season, I believe. He was an ACL injury. Um, yeah, I, I mean, if all you got to do as a backup on San Francisco's team is turn, you know, turn around, hand the football to a running back who's gotten a decent amount of playing time already, and on top of that, you got a great offensive line who knows how to run block, yeah, I'll, I'll take the 49ers uh, on the road in New York. All righty. Matt, agree, disagree? I agree. I have nothing to add. I This is a toss-up. Yeah. Uh, I think, you know, uh, my only thing to add in there, I don't think you give Nick Mullins as much credit as he probably deserves. I mean, the only problem is they don't have a lot going on Mullins, in the wide receiver core. Mullins did play well. The issue is they're still waiting on getting Debo Samuel back. Um, yeah, exactly. Brandon Ayuk <laughs> finally came back. Uh, but They're I mean, saying Kittle might make a freakish return soon, too. Something that's supposed to keep somebody out for, oh, like, I months. For, I forgot Kittle. How dare yeah. I? Georgie. I mean, there's um, there's so many of them. How could you how could you get them all? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I have uh, I have San Francisco winning as well. Um, just real quick, I want to go back into the notes. Uh, Gav, uh, the only obvious one that jumped out here real quick that you picked differently, but I thought something about for a bet. Uh, you picked the Eagles. Matt and I picked the Bengals. The spread is at uh, five and a half. Do you think the Eagles will be, win by five and a half, or do you think the Bengals uh, keep it close to that? You know what? I think this is. 
I think this is the Doug Peterson throws the kitchen sink at the Cincinnati Bengals. I might actually take <laughs> so, it. So, so potentially win by the spread. I'm, I'm thinking the Eagles, there's a chance that the Eagles win by the spread. Okay, then we won't touch it. All right, I just uh, Joe Money Burrow seems like money so far, so I wanted to get some some cheddar on him, but we won't touch it. Not not hot enough for us. Alrighty, uh, Matthew, you're gonna tell us about the game. <sighs> the Tennessee Titans are gonna go into Minnesota, and Tennessee is favored by two and a half. Uh, again, that two and a half, the lowest over under uh, spread of the week, uh, but they have a higher over under than the Rams Buffalo game. They have a over under of forty eight and a half. Uh, how do you see this one playing out? Um, so the Vikings lead uh, this series nine to four. Um, Minnesota is thirty first in points allowed per game, uh, so they just fucking bleed points. Uh, Tennessee, I think they just have a better they have better overall um, stats. They're second in takeaways. Um, they are twenty second and twenty third in pass and rush, which isn't great, but it's better than what Minnesota was. Um, and they're 13 overall in rushing yards. I, I'm taking the Titans, but I think this will be a close game. Yeah, I, uh, I agree. It's going to be a quick game because it's going to be a lot of running, I think. Uh, but the nice thing is Tannehill uh, has looked good this year, and I think he's finding good options with uh, different wide receivers that you wouldn't have necessarily expected. So Titans win it, uh, and I think they cover the spread as well. Uh, they win it by at least a field goal. Uh, maybe Goskowski can hit one. Uh, Gavin, what are your thoughts? Um, I will take Tennessee as well on the road. I like Derrick. I like Derrick Henry. I like uh, Tannehill with the play. Tannehill has been so efficient with the football this year. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it, it let, let from another one. player that escapes from Adam Gase. That's that's another. Um, I mean, he, since what week seven, he hasn't had any sort of issue turning the football over. Um, mm-hmm. It's really hard to do when he handed off to Derrick Henry, and then all you got to do is just pop <laughs> it. But I digress. Tannehill's been playing great. Um, I might actually take an under on this game as well. Um, yeah, I can I, see it. I, yeah, I it's hard. The, it's the hard to get up there. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's it's, it's hard to get up to there at that how many points if you don't. Like I said, if you're just going to run the ball the whole time, it's yeah. it's at plus 100 right now. The only way that this gets out of hand is if Minnesota's defense, like Matt says, bleeds points or um, <laughs> yeah, if, which if is possible if there's serious see, turnovers. Yeah, like I, said, I don't see Tannehill going out and putting up 405, and then Henry also getting 25 carries, and I don't think he scored yet this season. Um, Matt, you have him as he's, he has it, right? I'm sorry, who? Henry. Mm, no, I he don't think not. so. Actually, let me look. Hold on. I'm pretty. Sure, I'm pretty sure he hasn't scored a touchdown. He has this not season. zero touchdowns this year. No, no, he's been he's been a relative yardage uh, favorite, but Beast. not a scoring pick favorite. A ridiculous amount of carries too. Alrighty, next game. We're done talking about that one. Washington football team uh, travels to, you know, one of the best spots in America, Cleveland. Uh, they're going to visit the Browns, who are seven-point favorites, uh, 44 and a half over under. Uh, and let's look at this. <laughs> what part of it? Last time they Stephen met was back in 2016. It was a battle between Kirk Cousins and Cody Kessler. And Cody Boy came out on top. However, the Browns have gotten a lot better. 
and seven of Washington uh, is uh, a great team. Uh, uh, hold on, great front seven. Uh, the problem say. is the back <laughs> half of that <clears throat> is not good, and the Cleveland offense is starting to figure things out. It looks like in the passing game, uh, to a smaller extent, not uh, not to a good extent, um, but not to a Washington football team. Uh, so uh, I also think that Chubb and Kareem Hunt are going to eat again this game. Uh, it's kind of scary, the system they got going on here with Chubb kind of being the, the back for three uh, three uh, quarters and then switching it over to a Kareem Hunt fourth quarter. It's hard to catch up with that guy's speed uh, and power combination in, in the fourth quarter when you're tired. Um, so I wouldn't be comfy taking the spread, however, of seven uh, because it is Cleveland. So Browns straight up, but not the spread. Okay. Um, I will jump in on this. Um, I actually, I'm, I'm going with the magical quarter of destiny here. Um, I really had a hard time picking this game. I'm taking Washington. I actually believe the front four of Washington's defensive line causes more issues um, in the running game, limits the play action um, of Baker Mayfield because that's what you saw was their biggest success story in the mm-hmm. Thursday night game against Cincinnati. Um, Cincinnati does not have anywhere near the pass rush, so I'm going to take Washington based off of their uh, defense, oddly enough. Well, I see it happening. Like you said, it is Cleveland. So, Alrighty, Matt? Uh, yeah, so I'm taking the Browns straight up, but I actually am taking, the, I would take the plus seven for the Washington football team. Um, I mean, the split is it's the Browns are just so, seem so well-rounded at the moment. They are starting to figure things out. 62 rushes versus 58 rece- receptions uh, over the past two games. So it's a nice, even split. Um, but I do think that the Washington football team's front line slows down uh that offense, the Browns offense a little bit. Nice. So I would say that I would take Washington against the spread. I think, uh, no, I don't feel confident in that. Never mind. All right. We'll scratch that game. Cool. Gavin, we got Carolina, the Panthers without burn, 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 CMC. I uh, lost to a season long injury there. Uh, they're going to go down to LA and hang out with the chargers for a little bit. The chargers are six and a half point favorites. Uh, Tyrod Taylor, man. How do you, oh what do you, I feel lawsuits, right? Medical malpractice. That's insane. Like that's Awful. How does God. that happen? Um, how, like, how, I, I understand how it happens, but like, you do that so hey. often. How how do you allow that to happen? Yeah, you can't have that line of, of work if you have that, uh, you know, a limit of error. So, but now it's uh, it's unfortunate. But Justin Herbert, uh, speaking from a business standpoint, did look good. Um, I think he looks like he could fill in and be the starter now. He obviously is the future, and that's what they wanted. Anthony Lynn stated that uh, if Tyrod was healthy, he is the starter. Um, however, it seems that Tyrod is going to miss quite a bit of time uh, with that punctured lung. So, um, yeah, no, that's unfortunate. But, yeah, the Chargers are a six-and-a-half-point favorite. They got that great defense, uh, and that defense is looking to keep the uh, over-under low uh, at 43-and-a-half, which is close to the lowest of the week, but not quite there. So, Gavin, thoughts? First um, 4 o'clock game. Panthers have a 5-1 and one record over Los Angeles. Uh, they pl- Last time they played was 2016. Actually, it's funny. Four out of the six games that they played have been decided by more than 10 points. Um, 
So it, it, if you're really, if you're feeling kind of frisky with the money, uh, you could take the, uh, you could take the minus six and a half with Los Angeles. Um, they typically don't play close games. You could also take the plus six and a half with Carolina who own the overall record. Um, yeah, thank God my profession doesn't let me anywhere near needles with star professional athletes because um, I would probably pop it, popping balloons myself. Um, so, <laughs> so I'm actually I I love the Chargers defense. I love what Anthony Lynn has done with that defense. I think um, you've got something legitimate if you can um, if if you can hang, you know, with the. Chiefs into overtime. Yes, they're both um, champs. Yeah. Just, just one poor decision. Why on earth would you punt that ball? Yeah, on, he's on a fourth and two. Dingus. I can't. Him and Adam Gates. Him and Adam Gates must hang out and talk football quite frequently. <laughs> like, Let's bounce ideas, brother. It's like he still does that gimmicky freeze the kicker right before, um, but that allows them to take a uh, a practice kick. Like, dude, call it and actually ice him. Don't let him take a practice kick. Yeah, so I am. Uh, I'm actually a big fan of the Chargers' defense. I don't think Carolina has the. Uh, I don't think Carolina has the offensive power now that they're losing Christian McCaffrey um, for an extended period of time. Uh, He's I mean, on IR knows, now. Who knows? He's out. Yeah. Mike Mike Davis could have. Uh, you know, he could go off and have an absolutely insane game. But uh, I I like the Chargers' defense, and uh, actually I I like Herbert. I think he's he's smart with the football. Give me the Chargers at home against Carolina, and I'm also going to take the minus six and a half on that game. Fred, cool. Matt, thoughts? I agree with Gav. Um, I mean, the Chargers D has only um, allowed 18 points um, versus 32 and a half, well, 32 and a half, 32 for the Panthers. So I would take the Chargers. All righty. And I'm on the same boat. Are we all on the same with the spread too? I would take the spread. Yep. Jot yeah. it down. Alrighty, cool. Moving on, Matt, break us down. You got the uh, the New York Jets, Fuck. and I don't know if you guys <laughs> saw. I don't know if you guys saw the pass that Sam Darnold made. That <laughs> no, it was so he breaks a tackle from a defensive tackle, scrambles up into the pocket because the pocket is just in absolute shambles. The left tackle and guard are walking off to go see if Marvel Endgame's still in theaters. Uh, you got the right tackle <laughs> fishing for uh, ice fish. There's no ice anywhere nearby. Uh, and then the center and right guard are on planet Jupiter. So the defensive line is just running rampant through. Darnold's running for his life. He's running towards the opposing sideline, and he's a right-handed quarterback. So that means his right arm is closer to the line yes. of scrimmage. He then backpedals a half a step and throws an absolute laser beam to his wideout, who catches it and scores a touchdown. And it was not <laughs> on any type of Sports Center top ten. It wasn't shown on any type of highlight reel because the dude's not Mahomes. Like if it, Mahomes makes this throw, you're seeing it over and over and over and over and over and over again. But Sam Darnold actually made a play. I, I got the chance to see it. I'll send it to you guys then. It was incredible. But the Jets, they're going up to Indy. We got the lowest of uh, the spread. I mean, the highest of the spreads this week of 10.5. Indy is a high favorite. Uh, 44 point uh, over under on the week there for this game. Matt, how do you see this one? Break it down. 
So here's why you're not seeing it on the highlight reels. The Jets are just terrible. <laughs> They're just god awful. Um, the Colt, the record versus the Colts is 42 and 32. Uh, so it's actually a lot closer than I thought it would be. Um, but the Colts take the lead there. Um, here's here's some very unfortunate stats for the Jets. Uh, the Jets are 30th in passing yards, 31st in rushing yards, 25th in defensive rushing yards, 20, uh, 24th in points allowed, and 34, 31st in points scored. They're a terrible team. Uh, I'm taking the Colts minus 10 and a half here. <laughs> Breakneck analysis. They're a terrible team. I love it. Uh, I got the Colts too. I get a little giddy about the thought of what game Jonathan Taylor is about to have this weekend. <laughs> Yay. Um, I take the Colts as well. Uh, Gavin, thoughts? Agree, there's disagree? Re- there's a reason why the sportsbook have the Indianapolis Colts minus 500. There's a reason why I look like an idiot taking Minnesota over Indianapolis the week before. I'm not making the same mistake again. I am not doubting this team. I'm going <laughs> Colts. Do we agree on spread? I'm not a fan of minus 10 and a half spread. Yeah, I was going to say. Me That's fine. So I'm good on Colts the straight, straight up. up. Cool. Right, I'm on it. All right. Uh, this one's my game. We got Dallas at Seattle. Seattle, a five-point favorite. Um, and the over-under at 55.5, the highest over-under on the week. Uh, no defense here, boys and girls. Uh, so, Oh, I'm excited for this game. Uh, Four o'clock game. I'll be at work, though, so I won't get to see it, but more than the highlights. Uh, So one could probably uh, one could and probably should argue that neither of these teams should have won last week. But here we are. And uh, one of them will get their chance to finally lose uh, the game that they should have lost last week. Uh, In my opinion, uh, I don't think that there's going to be much of a difference in the game scripts from either team. Um, They're going to just try and light it up. Uh, But the only thing that makes me a little bit nervous is the fact that the Seattle defense uh, just allowed a team that doesn't have a lot of uh, passing options, at least in my opinion, uh, make them look silly. I know that Dallas has made gotten look silly over the past couple of weeks as well, um, but uh, with MVP candidate Russell Wilson uh, ahead of the team, I think that they're going to continue to figure things out. Um, you know, toss up, but I'm going to lean on the side of Seattle. I am – oh, God, this was such a toss-up for me. Um, I know. And they had the spread at five. I was like – when I saw that, and I was like, they must know something I don't know. They must feel way more confident in Seattle because I can easily see – like I said, I see both stat lines from quarterbacks being similar, like 250-plus, multiple touchdowns. Hopefully uh, – I, I can see Dak throwing interceptions. I don't see Russ throwing interceptions in most. Like, even the one against New England wasn't his fault. It went through the wide receiver's hands. So, he just doesn't make mistakes, not this year and yeah. not from a couple years past. I mean, if I'm if – I'm... oh, God. I, I mean, I, I wrote down Seattle because if I, if I went and picked Dallas this week, I would be – contradicting what I said last week when New England was coming into town uh, to play Seattle. I mean, I think Seattle is relatively healthy. Obviously, the Cowboys mm-hmm. lost Leighton Van Der Esch in the middle. Um, he's kind of their rock-steady middle linebacker. Jalen Smith can play. Um, he can definitely play that position. But, uh, you know, to have to lose a, to lose another quarterback of the defense is, is kind of difficult for them. Um, sooner or later, I'm telling you, man, that, that Dallas offense is going to take off. Um, they're they're going to 
they're really starting to put it together. C.D. Lamb's having him some some good games that are going to build up. Um, I'm going to take Seahawks at home uh, again against Dallas in another close one. I think it's like a 24-21 game. Cool. Matt, agree, disagree? I am taking the Cowboys straight up. Um, I here's the here here's the thing. I agree with Gav. I think uh, Dallas is due for that huge offensive game, and I think it's going to be this week. Seattle's thirty second in defense uh, defensive passive passing yards allowed, mm-hmm. um, where Dallas is third in passing yards in, in right now in the league. So I think they just take full advantage of that. I think Zeke's going to get slowed down this week just because of the Seattle defense. Um, They've only allowed 69 rushing yards, but I think I think this is going to be a throwing a throwing matchup, and I just think the Cowboys are going to going to take over. Word, alrighty, cool. Alrighty, Gav, you're going to be telling us about the Detroit Lions and the Arizona Cardinals. The Arizona Cardinals are five and a half point favorite. Uh, the over under is at 54 and a half, which is close to the uh, the highest of the week, just one point off. So let's go ahead and find out what. Um, I think the greatest thing to happen to Arizona sports recently has been the addition of DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, I mean, it's... you mean you mean the hiring of the head coach of Bill O'Brien to the Houston Texans? <laughs> but yes, continue. Maybe. Um... Long story short, Lions own the overall 35 to 28. Um, I dove in a little bit deeper on Stafford. Um, Stafford is 2-4 and one tie against the Cardinals, so he doesn't have a great record against them overall. Um, Kyler Murray's legit, man. Mm-hmm. Everybody knocked his size and his ability to, you know, to see, you know, passing windows and things like that. Who cares? This kid can play. I like Kyler Pretty Murray. Zoom. I like Hopkins. I like Fitz. I like Arizona. I'm taking the Cardinals at home. Simple enough. Matt, agree or disagree? I agree. Detroit just gives up way too many yards on defense. Uh, so I'm, I would agree with the Cardinals at home. Word up. Yeah, I agree as well. I saw a stat. I don't remember what it exactly was, but um, uh, Jim Caldwell had like three wins and like 10 losses in his first like tenure like he inherited the team late and Matt Patricia hasn't reached like three wins or something like that I forget what the stat was but basically Matt Patricia should have been out a long time ago Um, I don't understand what their thought process is there Cardinals win this game do we agree on the five and a half point spread though no no they did I. no no I think so just Cardinals straight up Matt Stafford keeps them in that game a little bit longer than what we like me too. And they're saying Kenny Galladay is progressing well in terms of his high. You never want yes. to rush, over, especially with a receiver. Especially if, he receiver. Comes, if he comes back this week, it's a big difference. Yeah. But not, Alrighty. not enough to beat the Cardinals. Nice. Matt, you're going to be telling us about your boy. We were talking about you before the podcast started. Your boy, Tom Brady, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, going up to a mile high, and they're not going to be able to breathe very well in Denver, playing the Broncos. Uh, but they are favored by six, uh, a low over-under on the week, 43-and-a-half. Uh, what are your thoughts on that game? I mean, Tom Brady at this point, I I don't know what to do with him. I, I, All right. I got nothing made. for him. <laughs> um, so here's what I got. Denver uh, is 7-2 and two against the Bucks Again, new, new – uh, New quarterback, new uh, series. So I, you know, I don't hold much to that anymore. 
Um, however, the Tampa D is 21st against the pass and fourth against the run. But the big thing I think that's going to make the difference is the wonderful Broncos injury report, which has Drew Locke out, uh, Lindsay out, uh, Lindsay's doubtful, Sutton's still on IR, and they have eight defensive players that are either out or on IR. Um, so I think, uh, I don't think Tom is going to set records here, but I think, uh, he's going to have plenty of room in the secondary to, uh, make some passes. So I'm going to take the bucks. Cool. Cool. I agree. Buccaneers. Gavin. Yeah. Bucks on the road. And, um, Leonard Fournette is going to be playing over Ronald Jones for the foreseeable future. Nice. Cool. I like it. Uh, we got the Bucks there, so we all agree. Um, we got what a primetime weekend we got. This is this a weekend. great game. I love this. This yeah. is a great fucking game. I'm so excited we, for this. We, we Honestly, if you look at it, we might have AFC-NFC championship previews if you want to look that far in advance. Uh, we got first off the NFC. Uh, Green Bay Packers who have looked great, but have played some – Less that opponents. I'll talk about that in my series there. Uh, the New Orleans Saints, who did not look that great against the Las Vegas Raiders. The Saints still remain favorites at three points, uh, over under at 52 and a half. Let's dive into my notes right now. Uh, it's the Saints defense, um, in my opinion, that's going to be a bit of a difference here. They are much better than Minnesota and Detroit that Rodgers has gotten a chance to uh, toast so far this year. Uh, Breeze has looked absolutely flat without Thomas. Uh, he looks like he doesn't know necessarily where to go. Um, so I think it comes down to this. Alvin Kamara. He had that little bit of a nick up uh, earlier in the season. He had a lot of touches last weekend and kind of made some room for himself with it. So if he has a good game, the Saints will control this thing, control the clock, not allow the Packers to do a whole lot with the time that they get the ball. And if Kamara doesn't look that great, uh, the Packers could easily squeak away with one uh, in a great game. Like I said, I'm so excited for both of these things. Um, I'm going to go Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers to win it on the road. I think they're a legit squad this year. Aaron Jones looked like an absolute beast. And again, terrible defenses. So this will be a a litmus test for the team. If they beat New Orleans on the road, Green Bay is legit. Um, If they lose, they still got to figure some stuff out. But I think they get it done. Gavin, what are your thoughts? Um, It is extremely hard to beat the Saints in the Dome. Um, Just picture this for a second. You've got a matchup where you've got Aaron Rodgers versus Drew Brees. You've got Aaron Jones versus Alvin Kamara. Can you imagine a world where we might be watching a Monday night football game where we don't have Devontae Adams versus Michael Thomas? Uh, like, isn't, isn't, that, isn't that depressing? Um, I am. I am. Um, I'm going to take the Packers on the contingency plan that Devontae Adams is going to play against the Saints. Um, so I have, what's the line? Plus three. I would take Packers plus three on that game. Word. Yeah, I, uh, I I agree. Um, I think the big thing for me is, Steve, you touched on it, is the Saints without uh, Thomas just don't seem to have – it doesn't feel like they have any other weapons. Um, I looked up just their, their top 
uh, receiver and running back, and obviously Kamara's the running back. He's also the uh, t- top receiver, <laughs> receiver on the team. Yeah. So, yeah. I, it, I mean, theoretically, the only thing they have to, the Packers have to do is just try and shut down Kamara in some capacity, and they theoretically win this game. But I think it's the Pack Packers. From a fantasy standpoint, how upset are you with a guy like Emmanuel Sanders who just, you know, you the, I you drop him, you're done. The, the, yeah. I mean, it, so the thing about uh, is he do you say drop him? Uh, well, no, actually, yeah. In our dynasty league, drop him. Like, I was gonna say, even dynasty leagues is kind of tougher. Like there's guys on my team yep. that I'm like, I, I need more out of you. But you, I, I, I think you are you're great, and the system could work out for you next season. So it doesn't necessarily benefit me right now to drop you. Um, for somebody who might not help me out either way. So, yeah, no, I, I know exactly what you're talking it's just, about. It's, it's, it's my thought is it's crazy baffling. with the production of Emmanuel Sanders in San Francisco versus the production of Emmanuel Sanders with the New Orleans Saints because the amount of times the Saints throw the football and the offense that they have versus, you know, it just goes to show how much of a run game you need to have in order to open up the play. Yep. Yeah, he's, Emmanuel Sanders is such, was has been a solid receiver for how many years, and he just is not doing anything in. Because uh, I took um, one of the boot, I think boost bets was Emmanuel Sanders scoring a touchdown. So I was All like, right, yeah, I on. think he'll score a touchdown. Nope, he didn't. I think he saw the ball maybe twice, three times. I don't even remember. I ain't gonna do it. All right, cool. Final game. Uh, we got Gavin wrapping us up here. He kicked us off. He's going to wrap it up. Monday night football. We got a potential AFC championship uh, preview here. We got an actual AFC championship from last year that we get to watch again. Kansas City Chiefs, Patty Mahomes, the ketchup eating freak, going up to Baltimore, uh, eating some crab legs for the weekend with the Baltimore Ravens, who are a three and a half point favorite. Uh, the over under is 53 and a half. Uh, so it's going to be electric absolute electricity um so gavin thoughts um i am i'm actually going to take the ravens in this game the chiefs are six and three overall this is like i said another the the monday night and the sunday night football games are tentative picks i mean these could go literally either way for me um the only reason why i think this game is a little bit closer than what we think is you know baltimore's defense is legit um Mm, and we saw what kind of struggles um the Chiefs' mm-hmm. offense had against the Los Angeles. Chargers God, did we? Um, boy, did we sweat that bad boy out. Um, <laughs> but, but then again, on, on the on the other on the other side of that is Mahomes. Late in games, you know what he's going to give you, and that is productivity. Doesn't matter what target he has. I also think, and I'm just going to go out on a limb here and say, if you're a fantasy owner of anybody on the Kansas City Chiefs you're kind of banging your head against the wall because it's like, well, I have Sammy. There's Watkins. too many. I have, I have Tyree kill. Oh my God. I have Travis Kelsey. What, what's the issue here? Well, he's, he kind of spread the football around. Those guys aren't going to be getting, you know, the majority of those targets. The um, one winner is Nick with the Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Yeah. Just, and, and he's going to, he's going to get his consistent work. I, or I mean, whoever us Pat Mahomes in as well, because yeah, he's got that MJ gene just turns it on and all the end if he has to to win it or, or the kobe gene whatever you want to call it you know but at the end of the day uh, uh, you know i just think that the fact that the ravens have they have such a a complete defense and you throw in the misdirection of the ravens offense with um lamar you can you can rotate in ingram uh gus edwards you can throw in uh, jk dobbins um and the fact that they've got pass catching tight ends who know how to block 
uh, Willie Sneed uh, catches anything and everything in his in his path when when it's getting thrown to him. Um, I love Hollywood Brown. I'm going to take the Ravens at home uh, against the Chiefs in the Monday night game. Lovely, Matt. Agree, disagree. I agree. Uh, I think the big thing that stuck out to me was Kansas City's D is just not as good as the Ravens D. 24th in passing and 27th in rushing. Um, I just think I think the Ravens D is going to make the difference here, unfortunately. Yeah, I think Baltimore execs revenge. They wish they won that game last year. How many times? I don't know how I'm hearing it, but I'm hearing people make fun of Lamar Jackson about not winning in the uh, not being able to win the playoffs. I was like, he had one chance so far. What are we talking about? So yeah, yeah, Baltimore wins this one, and I think they win it by the spread too. I don't think I don't think Tucker's kicking a field goal to win the game or anything like that. Um, Cool. So we agree on that game there. And let's go through that real quick then to just finalize our thoughts on the dollar a day parlay. Um, just real quick, I want to fill in the blanks on some things I have here. Uh, the Buffalo Bills against the Rams. Are we saying that they straight up or the spread of two and a half? I'm not a big fan of the spread. I actually think the me Rams neither. Can, I think the Rams could actually play them pretty well. Yeah, yeah, I, I think it could easily like a twenty-one, twenty, seventeen. Yeah, you see. All right, cool. Forty uh, ers uh, Trying to remember the notes here. Uh, Giants, uh, three and a half. Uh, spread or straight? Oof. Uh, straight. I'm saying straight. Oh, yeah. I'm saying concerned with how speed up the Niners are. <laughs> oof, oof equals straight. <laughs> All right, Tennessee at Minnesota, uh, two and a half. Again, straight, straight. Okay, I'm fine with it. We got a lot here. We actually agreed upon, believe it or not. So uh, that's fine. Uh, Chargers uh, against Carolina, six and a half. That's a heavy one. Now, this is the game that um, four four out of the six games they played have been decided by greater than ten points. So I'm actually going to go Chargers. I'm my vote is Chargers minus six and a half. I would agree too. I'll okay. follow the wave. I agree. Yeah, and I think Herbert wants to prove that he should be the starter. Yes. So, Minus and Eckler Kelly, let's do it. Cool, cool. Um, moving along here, Buccaneers. The last one we I just need to clarify: uh, Tampa Bay at Denver, six points. Uh, that seems like a straight for me. Yes, I agree as well. Yep. Uh, did we all agree on Indy? Yes, Nicole. Yeah, I have more here. These were just the ones that I wasn't okay. sure what okay. we had chosen, if it was straight or um, spread. Oh, you're good. No, no apologies necessary. Uh, and then the Ravens there, three and a half. Are we taking that straight or spread? Oh, that's so tough. Straight. Straight. <laughs> straight. If I got to think well, about right. it too much, I'm just calling it straight. That's fine with me. Like I said, there's a lot here. We got um, – all right. Follow along. We got the under for the Titans. We got the spread for the Chargers. We got the Steelers straight up. We got the Patriots straight up. We got the Bills straight up. We got the 49ers straight up. Titans straight up. Chargers covering the spread. Colts straight up. Cardinals covering the spread. Buccaneers straight up. Packers covering the spread. And the Ravens straight up. Um, So I'll get that bet thrown in while you guys kick us off with the fantasy football. Uh, Matt, you're going to go first here. I have the going in this order. Um, Blue Mountain State 
two and O. I'm going to be uh, traveling to, uh, you know, Flex Offender Town, hanging out with me for a little bit. O and two also. Um, optimized projections would always help me out, and it shows that I could be getting better uh, placement out of my roster. But nonetheless, uh, Matt, what are what's your opinion on that matchup? The guy, I'm, I'm I'm giving you the win this week. I think oh, I, I think Dak. I wish you could get. I wish you. I hope you could give me the win. That'd be nice. I I think Patty Mahomes is just going to struggle a little bit more just against um against the uh, Ravens D. Um, I don't think he scores as many points as he's projected. I think Dak Dak has a field day against yeah. the Seahawks. So I'm I'm taking you. All right, that's what I'm hoping too, man. Gavin, what are your thoughts on that matchup? Um. Uh, I actually think this is a lot closer of a matchup than, than a lot of people would give credit for. Um, being 0-2 in this league is nothing to sneeze at because there aren't many teams that are undefeated. Um, so, Two teams! So actually, <laughs> one by, and one by default because he got that. Steve, uh, he should have lost Steve, that main mistake. I, I love I love the sample pickup, your your tight end stream. I think that was that was a great pickup. Um, unfortunately, 5.2 yards per attempt stat for Joe Burrow. Unfortunately... Because of the likes of you, like bitch. <laughs> this is two weeks in a row, I know. man. It's, it's, You're pa- putting it's bad Mahomes, voodoo on It's Aaron Jones. That's why all your players got hurt. And it's Stephon. Yeah, tell me how I feel. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, I've got I've got Blue Mountain State moving to three. Uh, all right. BMS getting the win. I see what you think. All right. I kick it off for um, you guys. Stone cutters. Versus Let's go. I'm not talking much. I'm going to keep it simple. Loyalists move to three and zero. Damn. That was simple. Yep. Actually, that's what I had picked. But yeah, I dropped all my notes for you. Fight pick. All right, Gab, you kick us off here for the 0 and 2. With me here, Patties uh, are going to be going against Glizzy, who has quite a quite a squad. Uh, Some tougher matchups, though. So, uh, Gavin, what are your thoughts? I, you know, Matt. Aside from your running back tandem, I think I think Glizzy's got the the two best backs in in the entire league in Kamara and Jacobs. I mean, how do you? Yep. How do you fight that? That's it's almost insurmountable. I feel. I feel so bad for Patties because he's got, you know, guys like T.Y. Hilton, um, Allen Robinson, you know. Rob Woods, I think, is is still a, a, a nice addition, a nice pickup. George Kittle still questionable. Um, yeah, I, I mean, Glizzy is absolutely loaded. And Russell Wilson playing at an MVP level, I'm going to take Glizzy. Word. Matt, thoughts? I'm taking, uh, I'm taking Patties Pub. I think he. I think the matchups are a little bit better. Gar, Garner Mish. Mi, ugh, I can't even speak. <laughs> I think Minshew is going to do. Going to get him some solid points um, with his matchup. Um, the players have good matchups. It's just going to be a question of you know how well what happens with those matchups. But I th- I think he gets the win. I think it's close, but I think he gets the win. Nice. I actually agree with Matt there on the, for the exact same reason. I think uh, Gardner's got a good matchup against Jackson. I meant against Miami. Goodness, um, I think it's going to be quite a few touchdowns. I think Keelan Cole has a good game too. Um, Keelan Cole, Matt, 
Kiliko, Matt Ikikasoff here. Uh, we got uh, Torrance team, the roster transaction machine, uh, going against <laughs> Cam Newton, riding the Devontae Freeman wave. Both teams are one and one, so one's going to start moving in the correct direction, and one's going to have to start figuring something out. Uh, what are your thoughts? Uh, I mean, I don't see, honestly, how Cam's revenge loses this. Um, Torrance got a couple people that are questionable right now if he makes those switches, but I just Seaver's got a great team. I I don't see how how he loses this game. Yeah, I, I agree. I uh, he's got a lot of firepower. Uh, I, I guess I, I made fun of him picking up those guys late there, but Torrin's got a lot of injuries and he's got to make some moves. So, Gav. Oh man, like I said, Devontae Adams is is really going to be kind of a contingency plan for Torrin. Um, on this team, uh, he has Chris Godwin, who has proven to be arguably the greatest fantasy pickup this to this point. Um, uh, you know, Cam's revenge tour is a little bit more rounded. I'm, you know what? I might, I might actually. Uh... No, I can't do it. I got to go with Cam's revenge tour. <laughs> it was, there it, it is. Was close, it was closer than we thought, but Cleans. Mark Andrews, Justin Tucker. I'm predicting Baltimore having themselves a pretty decent day. Yeah, me too. Um, all right. Last one of the round here. We got a uh, team I lost to. Try not to hold the salt in for too long. Mike Vick in a box. Uh, going and facing it. I made a mistake. Uh, I made a mistake one last week. So that means they would be 2-0 and and have quite a strong roster, actually. Um, but like I said, one of those guys is Aaron Rodgers, and he's gotten a chance to play some really terrible defenses. Um, the projection scores are actually really close. Um, but at the end of the day, I'm going to go ahead and say that I made a mistake gets the win because I think if uh, Mostert does stay healthy, he does get the start, but I don't. Uh, and if he doesn't, uh, you know, looking on the, the backups, he's got some moves he's can make uh, with Leonard Fournette uh, playing against the Denver defense. I know it's not a great matchup, but, um, you know, it could fall in the end zone, could also get a lot of work. Uh, Bruce Arians has not been happy with the fumbling that's been going on in the backfield. Um, so, yeah, I made a mistake. Uh, scarily enough, it uh, could be 3-0 and oh, um, if the team uh, would have paid their dues in time, uh, riding the back of guys like Darren Waller, Aaron Rodgers. So. I am going to go the exact opposite. I'm going to take Vic in a box. Um, Matt Ryan is the, once again, the lead leader in passing yards. Um, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, I think he has a, a, a decent game. He's, he's going to need help from the receiving end. We are PPR, so I do think he's going to get a little bit more help from the receiving end of things uh, for KC. Um, as long as Julio Jones stays healthy, Robbie Anderson's been um, a nice little surprise out of Carolina. Um, but, I mean, I made a mistake. If you look at his roster, uh, most are doubtful. DJ Chark, who's been fairly non-existent through the first couple weeks of the season, questionable. Darren Waller already listed as questionable. Zach Moss not getting a ton of touches uh, as the rookie out of Buffalo. Philip Lindsay is doubtful. Michael Thomas is questionable. Uh, Cortland Sutton is on IR. Um, you know he, he's he's missing a lot of key pieces. I mean this this on paper this is a great team for your IR. Um, <laughs> you know I I I feel for him honestly. I, I'd be moving some stuff around if I were him. Mostert, if I'm not feeling confident that he's going to be able to play, I'm pl- I'm plugging Fournette because he doesn't have look at it, he doesn't have any other running backs that don't have some sort of status attached to him. 
that's I mean that's scary. And you're you're relying on Todd Gurley as your other number one back. I mean, in a, in an offense that's that's down a ton because their defense can't stop anybody, and and you know they're chucking the football all over the yard. Um, yeah, I'm going to take Vic. Alrighty. So I agree with Gav. Back. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree with Gav. Um, the cool. one thing I did see was uh, uh, I made a mistake. Has has a couple people. Waller's questionable, and one of his running backs is doubtful. Um, so he's got some injuries that may or may not pan out. But I I just think I think Vic's got the matchups this week. By the way, for people who are unaware in this league, which of which I am a commissioner, we I, I made sure that we do have an IR setup, so like you can use that. I would know. I've got plenty of them on there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my, my, IR, my IR squad is ridiculous. I've got I've got Nick Bosa, Saquon Barkley, Debo Samuel, and Daniel Hunter sitting on my IR. I mean, that's. Those guys, Daniel Hunter's the number two edge rusher. Nick Bosa was a was a top fifteen. Debo Samuel was a top twenty wide receiver, and Saquon Saquon. I mean, I I, I am so beyond frustrated with some of these moves that I've had to make. Alrighty, that about wraps up this uh, episode. Uh, drop this bet. Well, all right, let me read it all because I've actually got it pulled up on my laptop here. So, Buffalo Bills money line. 49ers money line, Tennessee Titans money line. We have Chargers spread minus six and a half. Tampa Bay Buccaneers money line, Colts money line, Ravens money line, Pittsburgh money line, and Green Bay spread at plus three. Another nine team parlay. The odds are plus 6,345. Nice. Nice. One dollar $1 wins you $63.45. Are we all? Yeah. Gav, can, can, you, uh, can you read that off to me again just so I can update? Yeah. So I'm I can update. Yeah, I'm going to have right. to go well. Here's the deal. So, Buffalo Bills money line. Bills. Oh, fuck. It's this game. 49ers money line. Good. Titans money line. Good. Chargers spread. Good. Uh, Buccaneers money line. Good. Colts money line. Good. Ravens money line. Good. Steelers money line. And Packers spread plus three. Man, what a time. Hey, if, if you look at it, the Packers straight up is actually, and we all agreed on the Packers straight up to win the game, is a better bet. It's plus 142. It's only 42 points, but. Then let's do that. 42. That, 42 pushes us 42. To, that pushes us to 7,699, so we win just over 75 bucks on a $1. Did I miss the Cardinals? I didn't hear you say the Cardinals, but we all agreed on the Cardinals. Uh, we all agreed on the Cardinals as well? Yeah. We okay. had picked, we'd all picked them to win. Um, their spread is at five and a half. Do we think they cover the spread against the Lions? No, that was the one that I said. No, yeah, right. right. You kept Stafford keep keeps close. it close, right, right, right. Uh, so Cardinals against the just straight up. Seahawks, Cowboys, we're not touching. Cleveland, Washington, we're not touching. Patriots, Raiders, we're not touching. 
Eagles, Bengals, we're not touching. Falcons, Bears, we're not touching. And Dolphins, Jaguars, we're not touching. Oh, man. There's too, I'm cool much, with it. too much agreement, but $1 bet wins you $109.48. I love it. Place the bet. All right, cool. We did it right this time. I went. I went two dollars, so I I am I'm, I'm looking oh, for that hundred fifty three dollars. Mister Moneybags, <laughs> that's wild. It it'll allow me to cash out the one I just put in, but it won't allow me to cash out the one I put in earlier. The other one that's wrong, so it knows. It's like, oh, you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's like no... you pick too many wrong games. <laughs> yeah, ain't no way this is happening. But we're taking that dollar. All right, cool. That wraps it up and concludes it for this episode. I will get it cut up and send it to you guys in a better ma- uh, fashion this time. Um, like I said, I have the times written down of when we started and stopped and everything like that. So, all righty. Some sleep. Cool. Later. Later. Guys.